Happy Frisky Friday. Happy Fuck Friday. Happy Fellatio Friday. How are we doing? I am doing good here. Actually, it's late. I work late tonight, so I'm up doing this with you. And I'm drinking a whole big glass of wine because it's been one of those days. <laughs> Just saying. It's been a typical Monday. <laughs> Okay, let me ask you a question. Just random thought here. But wouldn't you agree the best thing about a partner is when they can look you into the eyes and honestly say, this is what I'm into. Well, what are you into? Ask you those open-end questions. And you don't have to start with the big stuff yet. But I think it's amazing that someone takes that leap and puts themselves out there and says, you know, even if it's, I like kissing with the lights off or better yet, I like to finger you in the movie theater. That's a hot thing of mine. Hmm. That's on my bucket list somewhere. Anyway, what I'm saying is, would you rather be with somebody? Say it's, let's say the third date rule, right? You know, first, first one, okay, it went good. Second one, let's see if it's, it, it's, it's good. And third one, yeah, this, this, you know, if you want to see me after that, let's, let's see where this goes. Let's say the third date. Is that the date you have sex on or the first date? If you're a first date person, that's fine too. But at what point are we saying, can I tie you up? Can I kiss you in the dark? Can I finger you in the theater? At what point are we putting ourselves out there like that? I always wonder. And um, it took me a while with some, you know, not that it, it's odd with me because there's, you know, I think maybe some people do go through this and we have to remember the phrase of, you know, when I hear people say, well, they weren't into that when they're with me. Well, maybe it didn't spark with you. Maybe it sparked with them. You know, sometimes our desires change with the person we're with, where you may be still interested in it and think about it sexually, maybe get off to it, but it's not something that you would play with it with your partner necessarily, or whatever. Just like, you know, desires change from one thing to another. When you're like you said, when, when someone new, this person may uh, inspire be uh, to be dominant over you and you being very submissive, and you want to be a daddy's girl. <clears throat> and others can just aspire just a you want to be just a little bit dominant with him, or you really want to explore his sexual curiosities. Hmm. I know it went all over that. I think the wine's kicking in. But where are you stand with all this? What date? Where do you think? What makes you want to confess or bring it up? Like I said, even it's the smallest detail. And, but do you need more time? I think I'd want it sooner rather than later, not necessarily any given date, but by God, I better not be with you for 10 plus years and find out that uh, you really like going down on me. And that's the only thing sometimes you need to do because that would be 15 years wasted, don't you think? You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies 
from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, Chelsea and I met as classmates in grad school. Our first class together was a small course with only a few people registered and fewer still who regularly attended. It was impossible not to notice the most attractive female in the room, slim, about six, a pleasant inches shorter than myself, with a waist-length brown hair. Her breasts were admittedly small, though not unnoticeable. She had a fantastic ass that was perfectly emphasized by her tight-fitting jeans. She wore jeans most of the time to class, generally accompanied by a thin tank top that somehow avoided being slutty, while still showing a tantalizing glimpse of her waist. Her hair was beautiful and avoided the common trap of somehow suggesting that her IQ hovered in the vicinity of her age. In fact, the opposite was very true. Chelsea was exceptionally bright and very hard worker. I have been lucky to be quite a ways above average in the terms of intelligence, and it was an unusual treat to sit next to someone who seemed to be at least on par with me in terms of raw intellect, not to mention the fact that she put on a great deal more effort. I am pathologically lazy and have a good coasted through school with ease. If Chelsea noticed me from the beginning, she certainly didn't show it. She rarely initiated eye contact, and her body language said she was not opposed to speaking with me, but she still carried the bodily equivalent to a poker face. Still, something told me that she had noticed me as well, and she had a subtle but unmistakable aura of an alluring of alluring sexuality about her. Her fingernails were a bit long for my taste, but that didn't stop me from checking her out every opportunity. I regularly engaged in her conversation, and she reciprocated openly. Before long, we became friends, or something. I honestly wasn't clear what my feelings were for her, but I was coming out of a relationship with a bitchy, albeit incredibly hot girl whose sex drive was abysmally low. When whether or not I wanted Chelsea romantically, I was absolutely wanted her sexually. The more I got to know her, the more frustrated I became by my inability to figure out what I was looking for besides fucking. We went out a few times for drinks and hung out at my apartment. I lived alone, but I'm not one to rush into making a move, as I like to avoid scaring away women by jumping into things too quickly. On the third date, I drove her home and we hugged goodbye. As she moved away to reach for the car door, I pulled her toward me with my hand that still rested on her back and leaned in to kiss her. Chelsea responded with a surprising warmth, our lips locking for a brief moments each time before sliding over each other in pleasantry. I remember my irritating prickiness being somewhat off-putting by her cinnamon chapstick, but told myself to stuff it and enjoy the warmth, inviting young woman. After a few seconds of inviting kissing, Chelsea gave me a brief look of desire, affection, and pleasure, both abruptly getting out of the car and going to the house she was renting. After our first kiss, our next get-together involving relaxing on my couch and making out. Her long hair always found a way to get in my mouth, and she found it strange or unexpected that I brushed it away so fervently. It didn't matter so much to me, as she was a great kisser, and her body was unusually warm against mine. 
For her sake, I regret that I still wasn't sure what I wanted from her emotionally, as I was carried away by my increasing desire to explore her body from the inside. As our kissing became more frantic, my hands began to wander, caressing and rubbing her all over her breasts and drifting down to her waist, running up her spine to hold her neck or lace my fingers in her hair. As I tried to pull her tank top and bra straps off her shoulders simultaneously, she stopped me, but continued kissing me lustfully. This sort of thing continued for a few get-togethers. We would hang out, enjoy each other's company, laugh together watching stupid videos on my internet, and eventually make out. But she generally brushed away my roving hands. I hadn't wanted to be pushy the first few times, but my confusion ultimately forced me to ask her why she did this. She answered briefly, but adequately, that she'd just gotten out of a long relationship with a guy from whom she had moved here halfway across the country, and it would be too weird right now. That didn't last long. I respected her space. But after hanging out a few more times, I got the distinct impression that she was ready for more. We were making out again, and she was straddling me on the couch as we got more and more excited. That time, she leaned even harder into my hands as they roved over her body. I could feel her excitement as I removed her top quickly and unhooked her bra. I wasted little time in moving my lips and tongue to her ear, her neck, and her collarbone. My hands enjoined the warmth of her breast, and my fingers teased and pitched her firm nipples. As I moved my mouth to her nipples, she began to moan, and I soon discovered that either her nipples were extremely sensitive or her sex drive was simply explosive or both. I grabbed her ass with both hands and stood up. She quickly wrapped her legs around me and I carried her to the bedroom, throwing her down and climbing on top of her. We kissed more passionately, roughly, and scratched and pulled at each other's bodies as we clumsily undid the bottom of her jeans with one hand and worked her jeans and panties off, not bothering to remove her socks. She pulled my shirt off, and my fingers found her pussy was warm, firm, and extremely ready to be filled with something. I hooked two fingers inside her, rubbing over her G-spot as we kissed, and I eventually laid down to suck on her nipples. She clawed at my neck and back, moaning and panting. I could tell that she was desperately turned on, but genuinely did not make any first moves and seemed to be waiting for me to continue. I climbed off, removed my pants, boxers, and socks. I then joined her again on the bed, straddling her chest with my rock-hard erection in front of her face. I reached behind me and continued to finger her as she leaned up readily and took my head in her mouth. She grabbed the rails of the headboard with both hands for leverage and bobbed her head up and down on my cock. She moaned as she moved her tongue and lips over the first couple of inches, and I could tell that she was not terribly practiced as her teeth grazed me repeatedly. For a moment, I didn't care. After a few minutes of her sucking my dick while I fingered her, I pulled out of her mouth, removed my fingers from her wet pussy, and laid down on top of her. We resumed kissing wildly, desperately, almost angrily. She remains one of the most passionate lovers I've ever had. I somehow managed to properly put on a condom. She grabbed my hips and ass with her hands and spread her legs, and I penetrated her deeply at first thrust. 
My cock welcomed smoothly into her tight body. Her back arched immediately, and she moaned loudly as I wasted no time warming up to the new feeling of our naked bodies pressed together. My hips moving at a medium pace and thrusting my cock firmly inside her. Her back stayed stubbornly arched, as if her body was winding up and preparing release months of pent-up sexual tension. After a few minutes, I pulled out and breathlessly said, bend over. She immediately got on all fours in front of me. I plunged my throbbing cock inside her again. I grabbed onto her hips and fucked her hard and fast. She soon gasped, for fuck's sake, slow down. And I complied, again thrusting strongly at a medium pace while she ground her ass back against me. We continued this way for a sweaty while before I flipped her over again, fucking her missionary, before collapsing on top of her after about 20 minutes of sex. I have never had an orgasm fucking a new girl for the first time. It was difficult to tell if Chelsea had managed to get off properly, and I felt disappointed in myself for not satisfying her thoroughly. We fucked several more times after that, with our bodies getting more accustomed to one another each time. Still, I didn't come and I'm fairly certain that she may have had the smaller one wave-like orgasms, but never truly exploded. At this point, I generally start to communicate verbally, asking my partner what they need to get off properly. I'm usually not satisfied with myself until I can fulfill the cliche of fucking a girl to the point that she can't barely walk. Chelsea and I had simply been enjoying the animal pleasure of pouncing on each other and ripping each other's clothes off and had not wasted time talking once our minds had landed on sex. Unfortunately, I soon left for the summer work at the opposite end of the country. When I returned, a brief romance with a former love was rekindled, and I deeply regretted that I had led Chelsea on emotionally. I'm still frustrated with myself for the way I handled things with her. She deserves better, physically and emotionally. Robert Well, hello, Robert. I know for me that sometimes penetrative sex is all I need. It relaxes everything. It relaxes your pelvic area, pelvic floor. It does all that. It stretches me and I need it. I don't necessarily always have the mind-blowing orgasm. There's times I do need my clit sucked, and that's how I have the really deep ones. And there's times that I have the, the mini ones as well, and I like those. So for me as a woman, sometimes just penetrative sex is all I need. I don't need to come. And knowing that you're exploding inside me, that's what I need. That's what makes can usually push me over the edge. Do I sometimes always pull out? Not sometimes always. Do I like to pull out my vibrator, go again and have him finish me with his tongue and I explode on his tongue? Absolutely. But That doesn't mean I don't have great sex with them otherwise. So ladies and gentlemen, ladies, let me ask you this. Do you always need that deep orgasm? Or do you, are you like me where you can have those mini orgasms and feel refreshed? And sometimes just the act of getting fucked, the act of being stretched and penetrated and just having that warmth, those hands on your body, because trust me, I can get myself off just fine. But having that body against you with someone that you care for, or even even if it's just a warm body for the night, can take it up a notch or two. There's just something about 
the release of sex, just emotionally, physically. And I'm not talking about deep feelings here. Now, if you led her on with feelings, shame on you. But I don't think you did. Doesn't sound like it anyway, even though I none of us were there during whatever small talk you had before you pounced. But it doesn't sound like me. And who's to say, maybe she found somebody else on the side after you left for the summer to find another job. Who knows, right? But if you had a chance to fuck her again, my question is, would you do it? What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? What do you need to achieve in an orgasm? And would you do it again if with the person that just came into your mind? That's what I want to know. To Nikki. So the other night I was giving my girlfriend's best friend a piggy ride like normal when she gets too drunk. I don't mind because it's a nice thing to do. And it's not so bad having a pretty girl clinging to you and it's okay because she's a friend. Well, like usual, we're going along and she's laughing until something stood out to me. I think maybe moaning a little. We keep walking and it starts to get more rhythmic. And when I bounce as I walk, so I do a little experiment. I stop to readjust and move my hands a little bit further up inside of her thighs and squeeze a little sexually while purposely bouncing her right on my spine. And I swear she presses her face against my neck and lets out such a moan into my ear that I can't resist. For the rest of the walk home, now I make it clear that I'm trying to get her off. I start grabbing her thighs more sexually and grinding her pussy into my back as I bounce her. I swear at this point, she's loving it and moaning so much, I don't know how my girlfriend can't tell. Thank God she thought she was just laughing weird. Finally, we get close to her house and I don't want it to end. So I enjoy the last few minutes of it groping her thighs and almost her ass while making her grind my back so hard until I hear her say in the most unmistakable way, I'm coming now, so hard right now. I thought about it, and there was no way she would have said anything close to that for any other reason. Hopefully, I get another chance to do it again soon, so I can really test if we might have a little naughty secret that we keep from my girlfriend. Nothing wrong with a little innocent orgasm, right? Jarek. Well, hello, Jarek. First of all, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. And Orgasm by Piggyback Ride. Now that's a new one. I don't think I've ever, God, it's been since I was unmentionable age here, since I've had a piggyback ride. I don't even know when the last time I had a piggyback, not that I want one. Getting a piggyback ride and having an orgasm. That, that, that's a new one. I, huh, how many of you ladies and gentlemen out there have given piggyback rides recently and seen if she can get off, right? I mean, she would have had to not have fat lips, I'm thinking, and his back or spine must have been really bony, maybe. I'm trying to think how this works. How would that work, really? You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe if she's wearing jeans and you know, the, the hem of the jeans has that knot right there in the crotch. Because I mean, th- and that kind of makes sense because I, I knew, well, I didn't know her, but I had a woman that would call me 
over the years. And she had a pantyhose fetish, which I kind of thought was odd. And then she explained it to me. And she said that the Donna Karen pantyhose that she absolutely loves um, doesn't have like the little ladies, you know what I'm talking about, the little patchy cloth. It actually had the, I think it was just a seam. And she would take the seam and the way it would rub her clit. So yeah, she would rub her clit with the seam of the pantyhose and get off that way. So maybe that's in this story, maybe that's the same thing that during the piggyback ride, the panties and or jeans that had the little knot in the crotch rubbed her clit just the right way. That's the only way I can make sense of it. What do you guys think? Would you give piggyback rides knowing that possibly you'd get a girl off or a guy off? I really want to know. Dear Nikki, so I'm a 24-year-old bisexual male who's mostly sexual encounters with females, but I enjoy some oral fun with guys every once in a while. I always wanted to experiment with sucking on a nice dick with a lady as my blowjob partner. I had met this 33-year-old woman named Dawn, and we had talked for a month or two about sexual exploits as she was very adventurous. The fantasy came up, and she gave me a, I'll see what I can do. Fast forward to last night, Don texts me and asks what I'm doing tonight, and I have no plans. She invites me over to a hotel where her and her friend, who's a guy, are hanging out for the night. She begins to detail that she wants to blow me and her friend as we knowing to give her a hand and a mouth from time to time. I sent her a few pictures of the restlessness hard on she had given me, and it seemed to tip her over the edge because now I had to be there. I arrive at the hotel and I feel the strangest and strongest erotic nerves, so I smoke a bowl in the parking lot to calm myself down. Meeting Dawn in the lobby was for the first time. I had seen her in person. She was shorter than me, probably 5'8 or so. She was wearing a just a tank top and yoga pants. She was bigger, but in that tasty thickness way, and as she appears to have great tits and a round fat ass. I stare at it the whole way as she walked me to their hotel room. I was as hard as a diamond, and I bet it showed through my tighter corduroy pants. She was very cute and gave me a great smile when she turned around. I could see the imprint of my cock through my pants. When I got to their hotel room, that's when I met Sean, her good-looking and tall friend, who was an attractive black man. Don and Sean had been playing dice, drinking, and doing a bump every once in a while. I had some beers, and we all made general small talk. They seemed cool as I got to know them, and that put me at ease. I hadn't been paying attention but I was stroking my dick through my jeans with the tall boy I had been drinking and Dawn could see. She took herself away from the dice game and said, Hey, you're wearing too many pants and gave me never one of those smiles. I smiled, got up and stripped myself down right to my seven inch hard cock. Shit gets real now. I sat myself down in the chair next to the bed and waited for my next move. Dawn crawls on her hands and knees until she can come head to head with my throbbing cock. She lets out a wow as she begins to stroke it, spitting on it to get wet. She pulls herself up and starts to make out with me, 
and stroke my triumphant erection at the same time. Her tongue swirls against mine, and I can't wait to feel the same sensation of the head of my cock. She starts moaning as I pinch her nipples on her warm, soft tits. She breaks the kiss to lick from my balls to the pre-coming tip of my dick. I look up at Sean, and he is a little closer and gives me a dap and a big wink. She's good, isn't she? Dawn starts to give me the kind of head to end all head, the kind of oral satisfaction that makes you think of the person performing it could be the Michael Jordan of their respective craft. She is bobbing up and down and knows exactly when to pull it out, swirl her tongue on the head, and she's had the sexiest moan as she laid the waist to my dick with her mouth. She really liked it as I put my hand on the back of her head and started fucking her mouth. She would pull up with me in satisfaction with ropes of spit still connecting her to my dick. You gotta try some, she said to Sean with a coy smile on her face. He was reluctant at first, but finally made his way over and took his place next to Dawn. She continued to suck my as Sean started feeding her my dick down by pushing her head. It felt amazing. As he was doing that, she reached down and she started rubbing his dick through his baggy jeans. And from what I could tell, it was pretty damn big. Dawn grabs the base of my penis and angles it towards Sean as if she's passing the torch. Sean takes me in his mouth and starts rubbing the underside of my cock with his smooth, warm tongue. There you go, Dawn says in a maternal way that really turns me on. And she goes to work on my balls. I feel like everyone should know the feeling of having two parties suck your cock. It is a hell of a thing. They both go to town on it with like Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson of dick sucking while I'm feeling having out of a body experience. I feel Don's smooth features on one side of my shaft and Sean's scruff on the other. It's mind numbing. Finally, I can't take it anymore and I stand Sean up while Don continues to suck my dick and I take his pants off to reveal an erect, meaty, eight and a half black cock. My mouth waters as I wrung my tongue up the bottom of his shaft and tickle the underside of his head. I rub his balls as I barely manage to get him into my mouth and gag a little when I do, but I get adjusted in a few sucks. If I gag, Don moans. She likes it. She finally meets me at Sean's big dick as he's sitting on the bed and she licks his balls as I suck his shaft. I'm feeling your ecstasy knowing that she is close and we're just sucking the shit out of the big dick. We meet at the tip of his majestic cock at one point and are basically just making out over the tip and Sean loves it. We trade off with her putting it in my mouth and me putting it in hers and I think I could come without touching my dick. Don goes back to sucking on my dick because I think I'm a little selfish with this big black cock. He stands up so he can get a little leverage as it's in my mouth. I start quickening up the pace as I suck and stroke his cock, reaching around to fill the bubbly butt of this guy also has. Without warning, Sean shoots a big load into my mouth. It's some of the best cum I've ever tasted. I don't swallow because I lean forward and start making out with Dawn and letting her get a taste. At this point, I'm at the edge. So I stand up and shove my cock into Dawn's mouth, pump twice, and fill her mouth with the biggest load I think I've ever shot. 
She is clearly surprised. Max. Hello, Max. I actually like this. I I do. Um, For multiple reasons. One, because you guys are exploring. But secondly, there is something about, I, I do think about that. You know, I don't watch much porn. Only when I need to quick release. I, I just can't live in my head. So that being said, I often think about that, that when uh, a man or a woman here, when you're getting oral or you're getting fucked by two different people, it's different taste, it's different textures, it's different uh the way it is, you know, the I'm slate, <laughs> the different abilities, the different way that they would touch you is different. The, like you said, the smooth face to the rough stubble to the soft hands to maybe rough hands or maybe, you know, manly hands, feminine hands, manly hands, so forth and so on. So my question is to you, I have never, well, story for another day, but <laughs> If you were receiving oral, male or female here, do you like having it done by more than one person? I think I would get distracted. Matter of story for another day. I think I would get distracted. I do. I, I think I would get distracted by, the, and it would frustrate me, and I become a raging, unnice person. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm sexually frustrated, I have, it's almost like people's hangry at sex, except I'd be hungry. Is that, yeah, that's hungry. That's what I would be very, very hungry. So my question is to you, would you do it? Would you tempt or take the temptation of having two different people, either same sex or not, or delve and try something, a little mixture And try the different textures, try the different sensations of experiencing, you know, chalking it up and sorry, my glass of wine hit the table, chalking it up to exploring new things. Hmm. I don't know if I would. I got something good going on. So maybe I don't need a second one. Or maybe we're still talking about it. I guess you'll never know. I think this is a perfect place to stop for today. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget Crazy Winter Nights. I will be there in June and in August and some other things that we're doing. (laughs) I 100% appreciate every single one of you. I wouldn't be this far without you guys. I know I say that a lot, but I truly do mean it. I know things have been kind of chaotic lately and I truly do apologize. Things have been a little chaotic, but I think they're finally leveling out for me where I'm finding a good groove for a routine, (laughs) a new routine, I should say. So everything should be back to normal or getting back to normal, as I say. But again, thanks for everything. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't we just run off? You know, all we need is a nice cabin, somewhere secluded, and a hot tub. I always talk about that hot tub. I don't think we're going to need clothes that weekend. Oh, wait. I said that last week. Hmm. Seems to be stuck in my mind. What about you? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, 
Have a fabulous fucking weekend. <laughs>